And you going with it. Yeah, nigga. Immortal technique. Metaphysics. The bling bling era was cute, but it's about to be done I leave you full of clips like the moon blocking the sun My metaphors are dirty like herpes, but harder to catch Like an escape tunnel in prison, I started from scratch And now these parasites want a percent of my ass cap Trying to control perspective like an acid flashback But here's a quotable for every single record exec Get your fucking hands out my pocket, nigga, like Malcolm X But this ain't a movie, I'm not a fan or a groupie And I'm not the type of cat you can afford to miss if you shoot me Curse the heavens and Laugh when the sky electrocutes me Immortal techniques stuck in your thoughts Darkening dreams No one's as good as me They just got better marketing schemes I lead you to your own destruction Like spark and a fiend Cause you got jealousy in your voice Like Starscream And that's the primary reason That I hate y'all faggots I've been nice since niggas got killed Over eight ball jackets and Reebok pumps That didn't do shit for the sneaker I'm a heat seeker with features That'll reach through the speaker And murder counter revolutionaries Personally break a thermometer And force feed his kids Mercury, A&R's tried jerking me, thinking they call shots, offered me a deal, and a blanket full of smallpox, you're all getting shot, you little fucking treacherous bitches. This is the business, and y'all ain't getting nothing for free, and if you devils play broke, then I'm taking your company, you could call it reparations, or restitution, lock and load, nigga, industrial revolution. I want 53 million dollars for my Kalistans Like the Bush administration gave to the Taliban And fuck packing grams, nigga Learn to speak and behave You wanna spend 20 years as a government slave Two million people in prison Keep the government paid Stuck in a six by eight cell Alive in a grave I was made by revolution To speak to the masses Deep in the club, toast the truth Reach for your glasses I'll burn an orphanage Just to bring heat to you bastards Innocent deep in the casket Colombian fashion Intoxicated off the flow like thugs passion you motherfuckers will never get me to stop blasting you better off asking ariel sharon for compassion you better off begging for 20 points from a label you better off battling cancer under telephone cables technique chemically unstable set to explode foretold by the dead sea scrolls written in code so if your message ain't shit fuck the records you sold because if you go platinum it's got nothing to do with luck it just means that a million people are stupid as fuck stuck in the underground a general that rose to the limit without distribution managers a dealer a gimmick revolutionary volume two murder the critics and leave your fucking body rotten for the roaches and crickets this is the business and y'all ain't getting nothing for free and if you devils play broke then i'm taking your company you could call it reparations or restitution lock and load nigga industrial revolution Who is the media or government boogeyman? It's a great question to ponder upon. Something a lot of people think about. Some people make that their life's mission. 
Some make it their life's goal. The fact of the matter is, there is no big quote-unquote media or government boogeyman. Those are things that are put into place, but that isn't the case. There is a ruling oligarchical class that maintains the status quo in our country, in America, as well as the world, by turning the lower classes against each other with half-truths and the nature of their peers, which also control us, whether that be a Neil deGrasse Tyson, Leonardo DiCaprio, LeBron James, Jeffrey Epstein, maybe even Donald Trump, maybe even Diddy and Jay-Z. You know, most things are out there. Obama could be a part of that same lineage and bloodline. We're ruled by our races and our skin color because we're determined to lead by sight and not the vibrational patterns or the energy signals, the nature that we would call humanity. This oligarchy power, which calls poor white people the nationalists and the rednecks because they're, quote, the racist ones that want to turn America into the good old days. When in actuality, most of those people are just coming from rural areas where most blue, uh, blue collar jobs, where the source of their economy is steadily disappearing and causing economic turmoil within those communities. Those are the ones that are most likely undereducated, but hardworking at heart. You know, they still, they, there's nothing bad about that. But at the end of the day, simple living is exactly what it is. Simple. You want to take care of your family. You want to make sure that you have a little bit safe for a rainy day. Work should only be work. You should have time to spend with your loved ones. But you should also have the availability to start your own business and prosper from it. It's going to take hard work. But if things start getting outsourced and we're getting so many things cheaper, those hardworking rural Americans, you know, that American dream they've been sold, starting to make them kind of feel like, you know, maybe their time is running out and they may become homeless or underappreciated. You know, that same oligarchy causes, I mean, <laughs> it calls, you know, calls the black community, you know, my community, a bunch of gangbangers and hood rats, you know, because we steal shit, we rap, we wear our pants low, we were lazy and all we want to do is smoke weed and hang out, which I'm not going to lie, dude, there's nothing wrong with that, you know, I would definitely whether, <laughs> I'd definitely rather lay on the beach smoking up a joint than, you know, working any time of the day, but it, but anytime I'm painting and putting in hard work and 
putting in the hard work of, you know, just creating this show and atmosphere and trying to create this dialogue chamber that is not an echo box. Don't want it to be that, of course. But just attempting to do this, you know, that little bit of sweat on my brow makes me feel good. But the reality is our group of people are still feeling the effects of the gunshot wound that, you know, they gave us all while coming onto this country. It's like when we came in, everyone took a bullet to the leg and said, all right, go on ahead. Or they, like we were born with like out of hand and said, all right, go on. Like, how do you expect a whole race that was brought here in slavery, you know, free them out of nowhere, out of the gates, you know, one day, you know, sign some bill, you know, go through, all right, you're free. They don't get the reparation of the land and the mule to actually get a grounded foundation, you know, to grow upon. You know, you start them with nothing, and then we're systematically discriminated against, you know, through crazy Jim Crow laws, you know, while not having the same rights and liberties that counterparts are giving. And then have the nerve to look at that community, my community, and say, wow, you know, how come they aren't doing good? You know, they all just might be dumb and stupid. And then don't even get me started about the drug epidemic. You know, we didn't have planes to get cocaine into this country. We weren't the ones producing and manufacturing guns. Name me one black-owned manufacturing company. You know, um, as far as during that time, there may be some now. I'm not going to lie. I'm not up to date with the most current um, gunsmithing companies. But go back to the OGs, you know, Smith & Wesson, Remington, those guys. They ain't, they ain't brothers, all right? So that's what I'm saying on that side. All right. And then you have the crack epidemic, you know, giving harsher penalties. We have the prison industrial complex. It affects all minorities. But now was just a little segment for the black community. Then we have another oligarchy that calls the uh, Latin community. A bunch of broke parasites who are just trying to leech off the welfare community of this country. And all they know is violence. Can you imagine that? Knowing damn well your parents may... I'm just saying this as an example. Your parents may have fled here from another country. You know? And whether they cross it illegally or not, that's a whole other story. I've heard the story of people whose family members came here illegally and then... I've met people personally whose parents came here legally. It just took a while. It took one parent and then another parent. But, you know, again, that's a, there's two different paths for two different peoples. Me, that's not even my, that's not my leg to stand on. So that's a whole other section. I don't really even like to talk about immigration because I was for, my people were forced to come here. So it's like, yo, fuck it. Like, uh, it's not, I, I'm not going to say that I don't want nice border protection and background checks and you know making sure people don't overstay their visas without properly renewing them like and that type of law breaking and like i'm i mean the wall i don't give a fuck about that i feel like we can have drones and shit and like you can put in like different types of technologies like motion sensors that can track for you know that but that's a whole other thing you know but again we have uh not even just the president who said the whole anchor babies, you know, meant just put a foothold in the country, um, you know, so their parents can stay. That That's not even it. People have said that before. Donald Trump, he did not originate the term anchor babies. 
Um, that's just, I think, you know, kind of what the media is trying to say in regards to that. But imagine this, you know. We have Latin American countries that are plagued with violence and drug organizations and a government that's unstable. And who is the largest, you know, consumer of those drugs? You know, America, you know, who are the ones who ships the guns out to these Latin American countries? America, you know, so it's kind of us two on that. And then also, you know, how can you be mad at them for then wanting to come to America after all that? You know, we intervene with everyone else's politics while also causing it, but also using and abusing them because we want to be number one. And I get that, you know, I'm still an American at the end of the day, and I'm still that, you know, athletic jock in heart. You know, I always want to win. That is just who I am. You know, second best is bullshit. If there is an opportunity to be number one or to give it my best to achieve number one, I'm going to do it. And accountability, you know, if I fucked up, you know, I fucked up. Let's just leave it at what it is, you know, but. You know, don't try to tell me to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. That's something that will always grind my gears. So, who is the media or government boogeyman? Well, we take away untrained Americans job markets and then we call them unwilling to change like automation and the rural farmers. We disenfranchise and legally subjugate communities, and then we call them bad people, thugs, niggers. We fill countries with drugs, corruption, and violence, and we call the people fleeing those places criminals and their countries shitholes. But the same people profit or prevent potential people of achieving their same level of success. This was never a fair, it was never fair to begin with. And that's why those of you out there who may not be religious, I, I am, I'm Christian at the end of the day, not the best practicing Christian. Cause you know, I do partake in things that I shouldn't, but when it comes down to it, you know, I, I think that if we follow the basic 10 commandments, you know, we'll, you know, we should be smooth, you know, I think that can keep society in check. And that's, you know, all the side stuff for them, like, you know, like Leviticus and all that, you know, all the hateful shit, you know, we've learned through the new Testament that, you know, you kind of leave that shit alone, you know, fuck it. Like, you know, just, just be like Jesus, just try to be a cool dude, be nice to people, chill, just follow those 10 commandments. We'll all be smooth. But in that book, it always says that there's motherfuckers that are going to be in here that are just they have a cheat code that we don't have. And it's just like kind of like winning the lottery. Sometimes you get that cheat code and whether you want to call that, you know, being in tap with some dark shit like the Illuminati and the Freemasons. I just think that, you know, who said the Pharaoh's bloodline ever died? You know, like these crazy people that are throughout the throughout history it's always been forms of bondage and slavery we just can't see our chains now our chains are truly invisible 
and some will say that you know you have to learn to meditate in order to break out of this matrix and see the veil around you i, I think that's kind of true i have been starting to meditate now and i am starting to find more peace inner wise but now i feel like my frustration and my patience oddly is like kind of my patience for a certain thing now is, is is like going down like it's like i i i can only explain things so many times before i'm just like yo you gotta you gotta try to find the answers yourself or you gotta try to you know do more knowledge like i'm not a teacher you know there's those saying those that can't do cheat uh, teach sometimes you neither i can't teach when i absorb information i can absorb it for me and you know I can pass tests and stuff like that to show that I know the knowledge, but like I can't explain it to you because there's things in my mind that I'm thinking about and it's just I can't say it at the same time and like explain it unless it's written down. So like on the fly, I can't explain it to you. But if I write some shit down and I actually have a script in front of me, like I do right now, that would have been, it would have been dope. It would have been dope. But long story short, all the movies that we've talked about on this show, whether it's been the Star Wars, the animes, like Gun X Sword, there's always higher up people that just have a little bit more help in the game. And that's what I think that we're going with right now. While we've all been sitting here complaining that the dice are loaded, the whole, the whole entire game has been rigged from the jump. You never really learn the rules. And that's just how I wanted to start off this podcast. We're already 17 damn minutes in. For those of you that may be new right now, that first opening introductory song was Industrial Revolution by Immortal Technique. Let's give a horns up for him. Yes, the horns are back. And I am your host, Famous Amos. A.K.A. the Unidentified Black Male. A.K.A. Mr. Unidentified. A.K.A. Soul Brother Number Three. A.K.A. Pinky. A.K.A. Your Mother's Last Mistake. A.K.A. Hey, he went that way. And last but not least, Billy Bordeaux. And if you are just now tuning in for the very first time... This is the Block is Hot podcast. And that opening monologue was brought to you by Reddit. It was a Reddit comment. They actually started with that line. Who is the media boogeyman? And I had to throw in that little extra government. Kind of had me thinking about that whole topic. And he also ended it with. Why are we worried about the dice when the game's been rigged the whole time? And I was just like, you know what? That is true. We have been rigging the game for the whole time. And. All this fell in line with me seeing an article. For those of you that do not know, 
there has been a timeless classic and it is called Monopoly. What I've seen from Monopoly throughout the years is nothing short of pandering, money making, just, you know, get it while you can marketing. And by that, I mean, there's a, there's a monopoly for anything. You want a Denver Broncos uh, monopoly, you got it. You want a, a Raider one, you got it. You, you want any type of version of monopoly, you got it. And Hasbro now just made this crazy version of monopoly. And it's called Miss Monopoly. And it's a board game that actually pays women more than men. That is. Do they realize and they're doing it in the name of equality. And I don't know how they got away with this. Because essentially what's going to happen is in this game, each time, you know, each turn, women will collect $240 when passing go while male players will be struck uh, stuck with the $200. So they're saying by doing so, Hasbro has created the very first game with an actual gender pay gap. And they're doing that in the name of equality, which doesn't make sense. Because the game of Monopoly was always equal. Everyone got the same amount of money. So my question is, for those of you out there, why do you suppose they're doing this? Are they, are they doing this to try to make a political statement about the wage gap? That technically there isn't. I mean, it's all about time and... It's one of those gray areas because there's a lot of X factors involved and, I, and it's a, it's one of those controversial ones where it's like, you can point out who, which one you want. Like numbers are tricky. You know, they kind of, they'll stay in your favor. Like personally, I, I haven't read enough compelling things to say that there's a definite pay gap. Everything that I've read that talks about it makes it seem more like a lot of it comes down to personal choice and time taken off work and to do other things because you can take time off of work and it can be time with off without pay. And I've even noticed that in my personal job, I've noticed a lot of the women will take more time off or they'll, they'll, you know, take more half days for other things, you know, outside of their allotted vacation time. And it's like, cool, you know, we are, our company's like, cool, like, you can do that. It's not, we're not tripping. Like, you're not going to get as much pay, but their salary, they're also, they're like, their salary is higher. Like they get, like they pay more than me because they've worked there longer. So I guess, you know, that factors out, but it's just one of those things where I, I read an article that was saying, you know, that's reason why there's this so-called pay gap. So I'm curious to see like what the public is actually going to say now about a Miss Monopoly that literally says where women make uh, more than men. And if you look at it, it's funny. Like you have uh, the Mr. Monopoly guy looking kind of shocked as fuck in the background. Like what the fuck kind of shit is this? Like, I right, nigga, like some bullshit, but 
I guess. Like, I've already been stacking cash to the bank for the past 80 years. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Keeping up, just on the roll, moving on. This is the main thing that's been happening right now. It is motherfucking... If you're listening to this, we have concluded week one of the NFL season. And my God... I gotta say, and if you're not a sports fan, you know, go ahead. You can kind of skip forward. I'm going to be talking about football for a little bit. But, uh, and also if you're like one of those Gamatria guys who believes in the numbers and that it could be rigged, you may enjoy it. But I, I, there's just something about sports on Sunday that just feels good, especially if you've accomplished shit throughout the week. Cause I usually save Sundays as my, my chill day. Like that's my, my relaxing day where, you know, if I do want to not do work, it's always going to be on a Sunday and being able to watch the red zone and see every touchdown that was made throughout the day has spoiled me, especially since your boy is a Raider fan. Never forget that. Fuck Antonio Brown, nothing personal. He's just a really shitty human being. And they, I, I do want to get into that while we're on the topic of the NFL and just how awesome it is to be able to watch football on, if, I guess if you're Christian, the Lord's Day, Saturday. I mean, Sunday. <laughs> Bruh. Think about this, okay? He wanted more money or actually out of Pittsburgh, right? But they don't want to let him go. So he wiles out to the point where they release his contract. He has a call with uh, Bill Belichick just before that happens. Ends up going to the Raiders and getting the allotted money that he wants. While he's there, they start making an issue about helmets. Okay. He stops doing that. He gets that whole foot injury too as well. I think that whole time while we were experiencing that, he was holding out as long as he could to try to make the Raiders release him so that he could get picked up by... The Super Bowl reigning champs, the fucking bitch-ass New England Patriots, all right, and the fucking GOAT Tom Brady, you know, fuck that nigga too, and the fucking GOAT coach Bill Belichick, cheating-ass motherfucker, you know, he's still a GOAT. I think this was all just a scheme, and it was all ployed by motherfucking Bill Belichick, who was like, yo, this is a there's a way to get through this shit throughout the rules, you know, like, we can work our way around these rules, Alright, and then we'll pick you up. You know? Like, how quick were the Patriots to pick him up after they released? Like, what? Like, same day? Nigga. Just imagine. Caused all that problem. Caused all those problems. Only to get picked up by the exact team he wanted to get traded to in the in the first time. It's a crazy thing when you think about it. Now, my second alternative plot is. He is planning on transitioning out of the NFL very soon. If he does not win a championship and let me fucking god that the motherfucking new england patriots do not win a motherfucking ring again this year if they if they win another motherfucking ring tom brady needs to be just like he like 
Like, why, why are we even watching it anymore? Like, 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 why are we debating who the greatest of all time is? Like, I feel like at that point, Tom Brady needs to sit his ass down. Like, yo, bro, sit the fuck down. All right, you're not even making it fun. Like, I don't think there's anyone that we're going to be seeing anytime soon, like, of that type of talent and quality. Like, that's just shit that doesn't happen. Unless, unless it's Bill Belichick. Like, yo, Bill Belichick, retire, old ass nigga. Like, we get it. You the greatest coach. But that's another story. If he happens to win a Super Bowl ring, he's going to retire and trans uh, transition out of the NFL, and he's going to try to do something along the media. And I noticed that after um, his, uh, what was it? The fucking, that professionally edited phone call that he released and leaked of him speaking to John Gruden. I'm trying to think. I got to find that video. Because it said a production company at the end. And my thing is, if you are, if you're trying to, here it is. Oh, shit. Here it is. Stick talk. So if that's going to be some type of, some type of company, let's just say he wants to start doing podcasting himself, which would be pretty, I mean, pretty entertaining, probably. Um, if he wants to do any type of youtube or personal sports commentary um, reality rapping whatever he can to expand the brand that might be good and i think he might be trying to take like a 50 cent approach but the thing is even though he's proven himself with the numbers he haven't he hasn't gotten the ultimate prize and that is the super bowl ring So it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. So the Raiders, you know, this is a special to all you Bronco fans out there. Eat a dick. Okay. Y'all niggas offense looks like shit. Defensive still, you know, not the best, but you all got good talent on the D line. But yes, it was awesome. That was the last Denver Raider game that's going to be taking place in the fucking old stadium before we go on ahead and move on to uh, Las Vegas. So I'm glad that we went ahead and went out with the win. If I did not have an upcoming art show on the 25th, then I would have definitely tried to have gotten some, uh, got some tickets and heading on down. You know, checked out that last game Monday night. Oof. Football season is in full effect. For those of you that don't know, we do rock with the Bruins over here. Gotta go with the uh, the underdog in the state. I'm not gonna say I, didn't, I never rooted for USC, and I really don't have any strong ties to college football because I did not go to either of those schools, so I don't really care. It's just there's a lot of USC fans that like to root for USC because they won championships, but they really don't even give a shit about football. Um, I personally root for you, uh, CLA, because I got a friend that graduated from there. Uh, one of my teammates from football played there, and... Yeah, we go to the tailgates every year, and we rage. We raged last Saturday, and that shit was dope. It was always a good time at the tailgate. The only fucked up thing is it was an AM game. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, an afternoon game at like 1. 
So that means it was an AM tailgate. So it's more breakfast shit instead of lunchtime items. And we got Schwasted. Lot H Legends. Shout out to you guys if you guys happen to stumble upon this in your lifetime. Where do we go from here? Bill Burr has a new stand-up on Netflix that's coming out. I'm going to be checking that out actually after this, once I'm done recording. And he's probably going to be saying some outrageous shit. Don't know what he's going to say, but I'm obviously going to stand with him because Dave Chappelle is still under fire. And apparently he's being under fire by this uh, uh, transgender chick called ContraPoints. Saw a little video of her being interviewed talking about the stand-up. Because I'm curious. I'm curious to see what this current climate actually thinks about stand-up comedians. And I think that when it comes to stand-up comedy, it should, it's like an endangered species. We should protect it at all, at all costs. And, you know, make sure that, you know, no one's getting canceled or... You know, extinct. <laughs> Not extinct. Um, but. I was thinking of another word. Not extinct, though. Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. See, if I, if I were the type of nigga to edit, I would have cut that out. But it's too much work. So, apparently right now, the hot topic for comedians which i think that you should stand with all comedians that should be an actual trending hashtag stand with stand up hashtag stand with stand up because stand up comedians are the ones that we should be looking to for to make us laugh and to ease pain and sorrow and i don't know why for some reason the transgender community feels like they're protected species under the you know under the guise of being made fun of by comedians you know anyone can be made fun of you know people have died and been made fun of people have had you know tragedies happen to them hateful crimes happen to them hazing whatever you want to call you know it's happened and just because you may find it offensive doesn't mean that they should not have the right to say it. Basic free speech 101. But there's a difference between, and this is not that I'm saying anything should be censored. What I'm saying is you should have, you should be able to act offended if you're hearing a bad joke being told to you like personally, like on the street. But you shouldn't be offended when a motherfucker is on stage and you came to a place to listen to comedy or you clicked on a video that is advertised to you as stand-up comedy. So by clicking on that, you're like accepting the terms and conditions of that saying, hey, motherfucker, you clicked on this because you wanted to laugh. And if you don't want to laugh, you can click out of it or you can get up and leave from the, the venue from the person. Okay, you can be like, yo, what? Like, you, if they just told you a joke, like, okay, you can be like, oh, fuck you. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's not a cool joke. I get that. But that other shit? Nah, motherfuckers are tripping, tripping. Like, saying that Dave Chappelle is out of touch of comedy, 
Like, I'm not sure if I even would want to, like, I don't want to be a part of a country that thinks that Dave Chappelle is no longer funny. Speaking of which, we will be working on the list. And by me, I mean we. You know what I mean. We're going to be working on that list of, you know, favorite or influential comics and comedians. It's going to be really cool, really fun. We're going to kind of break down why their stand-up is influential. Some of their earlier work, they worked in movies. Or if they were just like one-hit wonders. Not all comedians, you know, sometimes they just have one good special. And after that, you kind of don't hear from them anymore. Unless like you actually go see them live, but they never really put out any other work. Hear about those. Okay. Hmm. Let me see. Pull up some more shit. Well, this was something that I had saw. I kind of want to get your people's opinion on this. And I'm, I'm still hearing about this. Like, you know, I'm not super in touch with a lot of these communities, but I stumbled across these articles because right now hip hop's been kind of boring and, I haven't seen any too crazy new conspiracies coming up. I'm still, I want to wait for more things to come out about Jeffrey Epstein before I touch on that, just because I want to try to link the timelines. But I, I fucking, I saw this story about this Alec Halawaka guy. And it just like, It's a very fucked up thing when you really think about the circumstances that can happen to you in the blink of an eye. And I think that, and and you know what, I'm, I love freedom of speech. You know, I'm obviously an advocate. I'm on a, I'm doing a podcast, but just like we have certain laws about crying fire crying bomb in a building there's gotta be a law in place now about rape or at least that molested or sexual assault hearing about this alec halawaka guy and i don't even want to say it like that in such a demeaning way he's not he wasn't a guy he was a he was a brother and he was a son and this chick, Zoe Quinn, you know, she's an indie developer. She made accusations, you know, earlier on back in the day when this whole Gamergate thing was going on. Um, I don't know if any of you there listening uh, remember Gamergate, but that was the whole 
women aren't allowed in the workspace for fucking like games and shit and like game developers and harassments and just you know other shit like that and well on august 31st 2019 alec he committed suicide because of the abuse accusations by zoe quinn which turned out and which are turning out to be false and not true and this is this just goes back to again the power of the internet and the digital footprint that we leave online and everything that we do and never think that you're safe you need to treat every interaction and everything that you say online as if it's being recorded or if it's being documented you know um and you need it's it just it's, it is how it is you know i i unless it's you know what and it, i need to change because unless it's my my close personal personal friends you know I keep most of my things either super coy. You know, I'm always a friendly person. I'm not like to be a dick, you know, and I can have conversation, but I, I, I treat everything on the internet as, as far as I'm concerned, as if it's a recorded conversation and, and if someone ever had to bring it up in a court, how can I explain myself? It's almost like, you know, that old saying of when you die, you know, God's going to be reading off all your sins. Well, that's how we're living life right now is if like Twitter is your sin log. And if people find some shit in that sin log, they're going to bring that shit up. So this chick, Zoe Quinn, people have been going through the digital archives of Twitter and, you know, Reddit threads have been popping off where you have all these mystery, you know, amateur, you know, amateur, you know, forensic uh, fucking, uh, Forensic experts just going through this shit and breaking down this shit, and, you know, DDoSing, attacking your shit. They're, you know, they're, they're finding out that a lot of her story doesn't cooperate with what they're finding online. And again, I only saw this today and I saw a video and I was like, what the fuck? And it just made me think about the whole era that we're living in. And we live in an era. We live in an era now where the due process is no longer the case in the public opinion. It's always guilty until proven innocent. And in this case, right now, that stamp killed a man. We have an innocent man that cannot handle the abuse he received. After the abuse accusations, which were most likely false, I'm saying, you know, allegedly, because of one person. Now, how do you move on from that? We have a man that's dead from what we're seeing through the tweets that were exchanged in the DMs. It wasn't as bad as she said, or it wasn't as... She wasn't in danger. You know, they had peaceful relationships going back and forth. So, you know, how does that go on now? A whoops, a slap on the wrist. I don't have the information in front of me now, but what about the two football players that were being accused of rape? 
and then the woman came out and said that she lied about it because she didn't want the guy that she really wanted to date to find out she was involved in the threesome. They've been, you know, dragged through the mud on something that never happened. So, my question is this. Unless they have been tried or arrested, you know, at least like, you know, that's actual, you know, they, they have been convicted. Should we be allowed to publicly shame people and leave it up to the court of public opinion? Because there's been multiple cases outside of those two where women have falsely accused men of rape or sexual assault and nothing happens and the stories aren't cleared up in the news and their names aren't acquitted but everyone in their community knows that they were on the news for the most evil crime outside of touching children like in like, you know it goes like basically touching children and rape that's basically the same thing it's all fucked up you're Children are the number one. You know, if you touch children, you're a piece of shit. You're dying, and it's and it's like if you're fucking if you're a rapist, oh, it's like you're dying too if you go to jail. So it's like okay, and then after that, it's like okay, did you murder a woman or what? Then all right, that's number three, and then like or murdering kids and then murder. So that's like the chain of like I think like the evil pieces of shit go. And I think if you throw in like the mentally disabled, you can like subcategory that in through one through three. You know, but I'm just letting you know that pieces of shit are out there. And I think that when you have the crazy ones, like like the uh, the Ford case with Kavanaugh, you know, he. The, it was a case from so long ago that got. It got such a big spotlight on something that even the local authorities that were originally on the case said that there's nothing to stand on. But they still assassinated a man's character through Congress and all that shit. What the fuck is this shit? This shit is not lo-fi hip-hop. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I don't know what the fuck that was. So I think that there should be equal penalties for that. If you're going to drag someone's name throughout the dirt, I think that um, like a formal YouTube or some type of like, like you should have to pay damages. You should also have to put out a YouTube statement or make a digital video that can be placed out all over the internet attached to that name so that when their name is searched, they have you with the court, co the court document dates you saying that everything was false and like just like it needs to be a full video because that, that's what happens you get killed in the public by these things and, it, and you, you find out that it's fake it's like okay they're not going to bring it up again like or they do and that's it so i think we need to have a different way of going about killing someone's character even if it's reporting on like um a robbery what if it's the wrong person? Like, I think until I think that information shouldn't be out in the public yet until he's actually like convicted. Once it's convicted, okay, you can get his full mugshot, face, full name, everything. Like, until then, that shit should be on the low. Like, yo, 
what the fuck happened. But that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, shit. So you know how when you watch something or you uh you talk about something a lot, you kind of get uh pop-ups. I just got a pop-up for a fucking movie that I just watched about a few days ago. It's called Tusk. And fuck. This is probably one of the biggest sleeper movies that I've ever found and I didn't know <laughs> who it was by until I watched it and it was actually about maybe halfway through the not halfway maybe like, a, like in the very beginning of the movie like a quarter of the way through I realized who possibly was making it and I had like I had to stop the movie and on Netflix like like me and my girlfriend were watching it and I had to stop it just to check and see who the director was and this movie is called Tusk and the movie is by Kevin Smith reason why Justin Long is an arrogant podcaster, you know, cocky, douchey guy. His podcast is called the Nazi pod, uh, Nazi party. So Nazi, not Nazi. And apparently this dude is about like basically traveling to places, interviewing people from like weirdos and creeps and shit like that, coming back and telling it to his friend who you find out is, you know, banging out his chick. Not even a big like thing. You can see it in the very beginning. Uh, you find that out very very soon um so basically this dude runs into a guy who's trying to like tell stories and he tells a story about crazy ass fucking like walrus i'm gonna leave it at that and check that shit out but I, the reason why i found out this shit was kevin smith it's because it has all those little details that kevin smith likes to throw in so if you've ever seen the movie yoga hosers or hoosers however you're gonna say it those two chicks are in the movie as the clerks behind the counter. So I watched it. I was like, oh, shit. This has to be a Kevin Smith movie because there's no reason why they have those characters. If not, checked it out. Director, Kevin Smith. Boom. Check out this movie, Tusk. I just want to kind of throw that in as a late movie review because I still have not yet seen the Joker. I know. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Ah, almost, damn, I didn't realize that I was out of topics. Well, I know I said this last week, but I kind of did it again. I forgot to send myself my email of topics. So these are the ones that I had just come up with beforehand and some ones that I wanted to discuss, but they would have intertwined with the other topics. It's an interesting time. It is an interesting time that we live in. But even though these are interesting times and they might be scary and we feel like we have some big boogeyman out there that controls the media and the government and probably every facet of your life, always remember that you are still an individual who means something and you are something. But this is the Block is Hot podcast. 
we are uh we are out here by we i mean me young tim got his car running kind of so he should be back next week maybe i don't know but until then you know make sure you go ahead and give us a follow we be out here on YouTube at the Blogside Podcast, on Twitter at the Blogside Podcast, on Instagram at the Blogside Podcast, and I think that's. I mean, basically, if you check every podcast and you say the block is hot, we're most likely there. Why do I keep getting all this other shit on my lo-fi? People try to sneak that shit in. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, again, my name is Senor Famous Amos, a.k.a. the Unidentified Black Male, also known as Billy Bordeaux. And you know what? Y'all go ahead and take care. I'm going to go ahead and peace out with some L.A. Van Gogh and a classic pussy money weed because I enjoy how that song sounds together. Find our friend elated while eloping with ecstasy and on the edge of existential elevation. A stumbling block or stepping stone? This and more on this episode of Everything is Subjective. First hot box, semi messed up with an eight blunt rotation. I got out the car just one time, get a swig of water, ventilation. Hop right back in, stop blowing the wind. It's mental elevation, levitation. When I drove home, I swear every car was the police. I was bumping that Friday night lights like cold world, no fleece, but mine smelled like weed smoke, and so did everything I had on. So I changed my clothes, hop in the shower as soon as I got home. The next morning, pops was asking me about my smoke filled headphones. I said, what's wrong? He said, they smell like loud, man, what's going on? Well, I'm thinking, damn, should I lie or tell the truth? Look left and started the first lie that seat between my tooth. Well, I don't know, I'd ask the same because I had left bar on my left, I'm in his car and I know he smoked, so I guess that ain't my problem. He asked on like he knew I'm lying, but I replied, it coincides. He say, okay, just walk away. All I recall from last night is...
said. Fill me up with that ghost spell backwards. Watch me turn to a ghost from the toast to the ashes after butt. First you gotta split me up, and in the meantime you gotta hook me up. We've been with the green eyes, and the shine all on her body like look at her. I see how they crushed you up, but you from the tree, leaf still dropping, but come with me. I can show you how to roll like instructional kill popping. Do this, I usually don't for us to mix. We had a twist, she had a big, we had a kiss. The flame gon' touch my lips and watch it turn me up. This that how you value, watch it turn me up. You're breaking my heart, pretty green eyes. That shit ain't make conditioning, lose these eyes. I feel like if I drop that fall through three times Fuck up pass if you lucky you get three tries Oh I see why Just to be blunt as I am The flame come, the flame go And efforts to make it last I burn slow, you know, I know that Coffin makes you, coffin makes you, coffin makes you Coffin makes you, coffin makes you higher Coffin makes you, coffin makes you, coffin makes you Coffin makes you, coffin makes you higher Coffin makes you I love her like, love her like.